Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Part three of our expose into the government crackdown on the truckers. What can you do to support them? How can you protect them? And now it is exactly what I warned you in part one and part two, and they're doing it. They're now not just coming after the truckers and referring to them as terrorists, but they are now investigating anyone who gives money to the truckers in Canada. Trudeau's minister of public safety, said we had to invoke the Emergencies Act due to protesters and how hateful they are. This is people sitting in their cabs, people just sitting in their trucks, protesting the government, and now they're saying they're hateful, so therefore we can go for the ultimate power grab. Now, I'm going to explain to you in just a moment what the Emergencies Act is in Canada and just how unprecedented. Now, this is coming from a, quote, peaceful country, right? Canada's a very peaceful place in general. Uh, Population's very kind. Uh, A government that is different than ours, but not something that I've been concerned about until clearly now and what they are doing in Ottawa. This is exactly what China would do, what Russia would do, what Cuba would do, what Venezuela would do. This is exactly what you see from communists. This is exactly what you see from tyrants. But what Trudeau is doing right now uh, is so, uh, I would say, un-American, un-Canadian. And what he has now done with this Emergencies Act is basically seize total control over the people in Canada, where you have no rights in Canada anymore when it comes to the ability to protest. You want to know what his approval rating is right now? New poll numbers are out saying that it's at 17%. And you want to know why he doesn't care? Because he's power thirsty. He's drunk on tyranny. The people around him, the Minister of Public Safety, drunk on tyranny. This is so beyond out of control. This is not semantics. This is a full-blown, complete overhaul of the government in Canada and you need to understand this because this is happening in Canada now a quick reminder if you're listening to this podcast please make sure you hit the subscriber auto download button and tell your friends about this podcast share this on social media and if you would write us a five-star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews now there's something else I want to connect a dot When this happened, invoking the Emergencies Act actually only happened after the Biden administration actually urged Canada to use, quote, federal powers. That prime minister did not invoke the Emergencies Act because I think he thought that the world would condemn him. But he did it for the first time in the country's 
history so you understand how big of an abuse of power this is to crack down on truck drivers who are protesting against his vaccine mandate. Never did any moment in time did he or any of his staff or any of the people around him that are drunk on being tyrants think maybe we got it wrong. Maybe we should listen to the people that we're supposed to represent. No, because they're bigger and better than you. Same thing we're having in this country. And the Canadian Prime Minister invoked the Emergencies Act for the first time in the country's history to crack down on protests against his vaccine mandate. And it only happened days after the Biden administration gave him the wink and the nod to go ahead and do it. Hey, we're not going to criticize you because we may be doing some of the same things you're doing up there. We need you guys to squash this up there. We need you to use your federal powers. The exact words of Joe Biden up there in Canada. Why? Because they don't want people to be inspired in America and and in New Zealand and in Australia and other parts of the world where we're seeing these freedom convoys popping up. All of these world leaders' powers are being threatened right now because of what the Canadian truckers have done, which is just so amazing. And so now Trudeau, I don't think, would have ever done this if he wouldn't have gotten the nod from America. Like, look, man, we ain't going to criticize you for going for an extreme power grab for using uh, this Emergencies Act for the first time in the country's history. And by the way, if you think truckers are the biggest threat in the history of Canada to Canada, you're wrong. Go back and look at history. There are multiple times where you could have justified using the Emergencies Act well before now against truckers. The truckers are not a threat to the country the way that Trudeau and these tyrants are describing them. But just days before he did this, the Biden administration, in fact, urged him to use federal powers. Let me go back to last Thursday. Several, not one, but several Biden administration officials, including the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas and the Transportation Secretary Mayor Pete, spoke to their counterparts in Canada as protesters closed the Ambassador Bridge. The protests were part of the nationwide demonstrations against the government's implementation of vaccine mandates on all truckers. A year after Trudeau, and I want you to think about how power drunk he is and how much power he realized he had because of COVID. It was only a year ago that Trudeau actually called the mandates, and the media is not telling you this part of the story either. Quote, extreme measures that could have real divisive impacts on community and the country. He understood a year ago that you wouldn't, you wouldn't do this, right? He understood a year ago you don't put mandates on people. Well, when you start to see how you can control and manipulate people and how people become your pawns in a, in, in a game, how, how people, you can dehumanize them by locking them down and silencing them and telling them they can't go to work and and then the government starts to believe that they actually own you and that you, they own your children and that they own your business. They own your truck and they own everything. It's amazing how in less than one in basically one year, Trudeau went from saying mandates are extreme measures that could have real divisive impacts on community and country. One year ago, he said that now you better get vaccinated. And now I'm going to use the Emergencies Act to destroy you. The Ambassador's Bridge, which has been opened up, connects Detroit, Michigan, and Windsor, Canada, and carries 25% of U.S. Canada trade. Protesters had closed down commercial traffic from the U.S. to Canada for several days, impacting production in several industries. By Sunday, Canadian authorities had cleared the bridge, so you don't need this Emergencies Act, right? Right now, it's already been handled. The truckers made their point on that bridge. 
blockades. They said are the real problem. They continued at other ports of entries, and truckers remain encamped in the capital city of Ottawa. Several authorities there have rolled back COVID-19 restrictions in response, trying to get the truckers to go home. And, and, and they are listening. Some of these people are listening to the citizens because they understand, wow, we really overstepped this. Now, you got a guy in a new, in a new poll that has 17% approval rating right now, and instead of looking at that poll going, holy crap, I screwed up, he said, I'm going, to, I'm going to invoke the Emergencies Act, which is something that no prime minister in the history of Canada has ever done against truck drivers. What's happening in this country, in the U.S.? In the U.S., Democratic-run states and cities are already reversing many of their coronavirus restrictions and mandates because of declining case counts is what they will claim. But you want to know what it really is? Two things. you got an election coming up and the fear of a massive backlash and the fear that the Canadian truckers' protests would inspire similar demonstrations if they don't remove the restrictions. Still Trudeau said, uh-uh. I am, I am, you you are defying me. I am a dictator. I am a tyrant. You do not defy, defy my orders. You do not defy me as a dictator. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trudeau's Minister of Public Safety said we had to invoke the Emergencies Act for the first time in the history of of Canada. And to the protesters, it's because of their hateful language. That's not what the Emergencies Act is all about, but they're going to sell it that way to the rest of the world. And the rest of the world, including the Biden administration, are in favor of them doing this. And we're encouraging Canada to do this. We have the president on the record. And, 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 And... Several people around the president encouraging Canada to do this last Thursday. We're not going to criticize you for cracking down on these people because they don't want this to spread. They don't want this to come to America. They don't want it to go to other countries where people are encouraging Canada. They're basically saying, we're going to turn our eye and we're going to turn our backs on Canada while you guys totally federalize everything and you brutalize your people. We're not going to criticize you for going against freedom. We're not going to criticize you for becoming tyrants because we don't want what happened in your country to become contagious in our countries. I think it's difficult to overstate the impact of those scenes, uh, the conduct uh, that uh, that has unfolded by those who are participating in illegal blockades. Um, It is not just an inconvenience. Uh, It is not uh, simply a matter of um, a trivial uh, interruption. Uh, we've seen in- intimidation, harassment, um, and expressions of hate. And at times, um, the scenes on the streets of Wellington have seemed 
um, completely lawless. And that is one of the reasons why uh, we've had to take um, the very careful and deliberate step of introducing the Emergency Emergencies Act today and the declaration and the specific uh, powers, which again are very targeted, they're very proportionate, and they're time limited, so that there can be greater agility between the RCMP, who will work seamlessly with um, local law enforcement, including in, in Ottawa. What crimes have they committed? What lawlessness has actually happened? That's the question that I think everyone should be asking. Are they burning down cities? No. Are they looting? No. Are they doing any of the things, for example, that Black Lives Matter did in this country or even in Canada? No. Are they a bunch of anarchists? No. It seemed, you notice he used the word seemed lawless. You don't use the Emergencies Act because something seemed lawless, even though it actually wasn't lawlessness out on the streets. Trudeau, though, backing up his men, right? This is all pre-planned. The rest of the world, Biden administration, everybody else giving fist bumps and high fives. That a boy, Trudeau. Take away those rights of the people. Squash the dissidents. Squash the truckers. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. I want to be very clear. I love they use the word occupation like it's some invading force that have guns. They have trucks, Trudeau. They don't have guns. They have trucks. These are truckers. You have a 17% approval rating. You should have listened to your people. You should have realized when you screwed up this big. You should have realized, like many of the people locally that have realized, hey, these mandates are not what the people want because your job is to represent the people. And when you have a 17% approval rating, you're not representing the people. Doesn't matter because he's a tyrant. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. This is about keeping Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs, and restoring confidence in our institutions. Restoring confidence in our institutions, keeping people safe. So when you start cracking down on these truckers and you start attacking these truckers, are you keeping them safe? You think this is all they're doing? Oh, no. You give money to these truckers? We are also doing something else. We're updating their terror financing rules. Terror financing rules to cover crowdfunding so that you can't give money to these truckers because if you do, you are no different than a terrorist. You're no different than somebody that's supporting Al-Qaeda. Invoking the Emergencies Act, we are announcing the following immediate actions. First, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules. I'm sorry, I give money to the truckers. And I'm going to talk to a trucker in just a moment who's helping organize in this country. I'm going to talk to a trucker that's not just a trucker, but someone that actually is now trying to run for Congress because he's seeing what's happening in America. And I'm going to ask him about this because this is, this is the Deputy Prime Minister and the Minister of Finance, Freeland, who is actually saying that they are updating their terror financing rules and crowdfunding platforms because if you're giving money to these truckers, you will be treated no differently than someone who is sending money to Al-Qaeda or ISIS. 
so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Our you understand why they're doing this. They're doing this because they want to make sure that what just happened can never happen again financially. They want to make sure that what they are watching right now, what they are witnessing right now, what is happening right now will never happen again in Canada. And if they can stop the money so you can never start getting the money, you can never start raising the money and you will be treated like a terrorist if you raise the money and we will put you in prison. And if you think you can get around it by giving cryptocurrency, if you can get around this by, by supporting other things in the future that have nothing to do with this blockade, you will have no ability to do it because we will treat you like a terrorist because we say you're a terrorist. We declare you're a terrorist, so therefore you're a terrorist. You must be a terrorist. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Joining me now is a man that understands trucking. He is a trucker and has people that are going to be joining the convoy in this country, in America. Mike Collins is running for Congress. He's a uh, definite uh, outsider, I think is the easiest way to describe this. Uh, and it's important for people to understand. There is a whole new generation of people now standing up and fighting and the reason why they're standing up and fighting is because they're seeing what's happening in this country. And they're seeing just how many of our rights have been taken away. I warned you about this over the last two years. At a certain point, this was not about your safety. This was about what can we get away with. Mike, I appreciate you coming on. And I want to start with your initial reaction to just the shock of what Canada uh, is doing and how the world is being completely silent leaders about what Canada is doing saying you give money to these to these truckers you are going to be treated like a terrorist we can seize your money we can seize your bank account we can seize your cryptocurrency uh we can look at any of the of the money that has already come in we we, we can spy on anyone that's supporting these people we are treating them no differently than someone that that gives money to isis or al-qaeda your thoughts on that first you know as i listen to that the very first thing i think of is thank the good lord that we've got a constitution and we've got the Bill of Rights here in America where we have freedom of speech. 
because they don't have that exact same thing in Canada. And what you're seeing is an elite, oppressive federal government up there that thinks, and, and they are, and they are trying to squash a movement. And the movement is against not just truckers, but against the, every citizen there is in Canada. And to an extent, what you're going to try to see happen in the U.S. And the trucking industry has been the most regulated industry that there is. I mean, we have been pummeled for decades and decades, and, and that this vaccine mandates are just the final straw of a group of ordinary, hardworking citizens that said, you know what, somebody's got to say enough is enough. Draw a line in the sand. We've got to stop this, and we've got to step up and, and speak out for not just us, but for everyone. And that's what you're seeing. And you know what? I, if Trudeau wants to crash his economy by putting them in jail and taking away their license, taking away their equipment, um, he's going to have more to pay for what he thinks. There, there'll be a whole lot of repercussions on this. You know, you, you look at something else that I think is so uh, just astounding to me, and that is usually America has had a history of standing up for uh, human rights abuses against people and and telling other countries when they cross the line, hey, this is not okay. Canada is our neighbor, for goodness sakes. But this, what they have just done to the people in Canada has, it was clearly sanctioned by this administration. It was supported by this administration. And I, I go back to, to what happened uh, with Trudeau invoking this emergency act. This only happened after the Biden administration urged Canada, hey, use your federal powers. On Thursday, Biden urged them to use the federal powers. Then you had Mayor Pete, Transportation Secretary, spoke to their counterparts in Canada and, and, and said, hey, do what you got to do. Then we ha find out that Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas also said the same thing. And then they go after the money now. So it's not just that they're that they're saying we're going to crack down. It's 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 clearly something that they have planned out and orchestrated by talking to their counterparts where maybe the maybe. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary Marcus like, look, you guys may want to look at your financial rules real quick and start treating people that are giving these truckers money like they're terrorists, supporting terrorists, aiding terrorists, because that's what they just did. It, it is. You know, and Ben, I'm going to tell you something. Um, you're right. Biden was probably secretly sitting up there thinking, my gosh, why can't we have the same charter of rights that Canada has instead of the Bill of Rights? Because this thing is fixing to happen in the United States, and it's not going to be the same outcome as what you have in Canada. We can't. The federal government here cannot stop us from exercising our First Amendment rights, and we are going to take up the calls here from Canada. They've done a great job. It's time for us to step up here and say enough of the oppressiveness, enough of this two years of these lockdowns that obviously aren't working that uh, it is time for us to get our life back. And uh, and you're going to see this going right here in the good old United States of America. And I look forward to being a part of it. Let's talk about that. You're a guy that is running for Congress. Uh, and I think it's really important that people understand um, why, why someone like you, who is a, a trucker and is helping organize uh, what we're about to ha see happen in this country, um, what inspired you to run, first of all, because traditionally, 
Truckers are not really people that are running for Congress very often. You know, it's good. That's that's a heck of a point. Out of 435 people in, in the U.S. House of Representatives, do you realize there is not a single person that is in the trucking business up there that owns and operates a trucking company? And, you know, I for the past 30-plus years, my wife and I have been here. We started with one truck. I'm a second generation at this, but we started our own company, and we built it up to over 100 rigs out there running across this country. So I have been out here producing and raising a family. And from what I have been seeing going on over the last few years with the amount, even the regulations as, as recently as just last week that were put on the trucking industry to make it even harder to get your commercial driver's license, I can take that 30 years of experience and I can go to Washington and I can serve my country now and I can take that experience and I can interject that into what I see going on in the federal government and change that. I am a very, very, very big America First agenda candidate. And, uh, and, and if anybody was remotely alive during the Trump administration, you saw how well that worked. And you saw how the, the Trump administration bringing in the outsider, that business perspective, helped this country. And we've got to get this country back on track. And that's what I plan on doing is going to Congress, getting our America First agenda back on track, and getting this country turned back around in the direction it needs to go. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Mike, I, I want to ask you a, a question, and I think you understand exactly why I'm, I'm asking. I think it's a legitimate question. Are you guys worried um, about your safety? And, and, and I'm talking about just from being locked up for doing this Freedom Convoy, because it's very clear now uh, the way that the media is treating you guys, the way that the government is going to treat you, the way the Biden administration is, is going to treat you. They're, they're not looking at you as, as people standing up for your, your freedoms and your rights. They're looking at you as, as domestic terrorists. They're, they're trying to uh, already change the narrative here. Uh, and, and they're trying to tell the world that you guys should not be trusted. They're, they're basically doing exactly the same playbook, but on the front end of what Canada has just done with Trudeau. And I, I go back to this montage that we put together of the media. The media, and, and I'm going to play this for, for you and everybody else that's listening because I think it's so important, but this is what the media said about the truckers in Canada, how they described them because they were sitting in their cabs, standing up 
against vaccine mandates. Sedition, insurrection, a threat to democracy. This city is under siege. They are now calling it an occupation. Alarming situation there in Ottawa. The police chief is calling it a nationwide insurrection driven by madness. This is kind of our insurrection by air horn moment. I think it's part of the globalization of Trumpism. Canadians know where I stand. There hasn't been as much violence as some had perhaps projected, but that does not necessarily mean that it has been peaceful. Reports of severe vandalism and criminal behavior. Streets are clogged. The honking is incessant and deafening. This pandemic has sucked for all Canadians. Residents that I have spoken to who say they feel terrorized intimidated residents say they feel like hostages residents in that area say that they are being held hostage that this freedom has essentially this freedom convoy as they call it has essentially imposed a lockdown on them some protesters harassed a soup kitchen these anti-vaxxers actually took food from the mouths of uh, the homeless hum- hungry yeah because they were they're, they're they're so put upon there have not been any violent outbursts however horns have been honking for 12 to 21 hours a night the small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Many of them are holding Confederate flags. I've heard there's QAnon supporters in the crowd. We've seen swastikas. We've seen the Confederate flag. We've seen uh, flags with Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, in a noose. Uh, lots of Donald Trump flags as well. People chanting, let's go, Brandon. It is actually one of the rare times in history you're going to see swastikas and yellow stars uh, at the same protest. By the way, I love this. The, the, the swastikas and yellow stars comment are when they are showing live on TV, Mike, uh, adults in a jump jump hanging out next to cabs in a jump jump. And they're like, yes, they're terrorists. They got swastikas. They got Trump flags They're, You know, this is Trumpism. These are these people are a threat to society. And I and I worry about you guys sincerely. I'm not I'm not exaggerating because you just heard how the media describe these people. This is exactly what they're going to do to you and the Freedom Convoy in America. Well, and, and they may be. And, and the first word that came to mind when you were playing that that montage, Ben, was uh, scared. And 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 the ones that are scared are the media, and the elites, and the, and and the people, the powers to be that think that they run and own this country. And that's because you have got a group of ordinary American citizens now that are gathering, that are going to express their concerns. And they can't stop that, and they can't control that. You know, to an extent, they think they can control it through the the GoFundMe's and the big social, big tech medias, and that's not going to work either. You know, the the trucks are the vehicle in this in this movement, but the real movement is the American people, and there's a whole lot more of us than there are medias and elites out there, and it is time to stand up. It's time to stand up and, and, and make a stand and say we want our freedoms back. We're tired of this oppressive behavior. We're tired of being told everything that we're to do and not to do. And, and, and it's, and it's going to happen, and we're, we're okay with it. You know, truck drivers out there, they, they're, I call them road scholars, and that's R-O-A-D-S scholars. They're out there in their trucks every day listening to what's going on across this country. Conservative radio is out all across this country, and, uh, and they know what the issues are about, and they know what's at stake, and they're willing to take that stand. 
It, it is so important, and you guys are organizing, and you, you want people to help stand in solidarity with these truckers. Uh, you can go online, if you've not done this yet, uh, to americantruckersfreedomfund.com, americantruckersfreedomfund.com, uh, and to get involved. La- lastly, Mike, you, you mentioned a moment ago, and, and I think it's uh, a point that you sh- that I want you to expand on just for a second. A lot of people, I don't think, realize a trucker's life. You've lived it. Your wife has lived it. You've grown this thing into a business. You now employ a lot of hardworking Americans. The idea that truck drivers, and I'm talking about let's follow the science to use a liberal term here, are somehow a threat in their cab, loading or unloading a load, going to the restroom or or grabbing food in a gas station is insanity. We know that they're not super spreaders. We also know there's a trucker shortage right now. We know that we're having to change the rules where 18-year-olds can go across state lines in America before they couldn't do that driving an 18-wheeler. That we're begging for truck drivers right now in this country and, and to treat them like they are some sort of national security threat, whether it's in America or in Canada, while we have a wide open southern border, I don't think people truly understand the day of a truck driver and just how isolated a truck driver is. If you want to talk about someone and you you ranked careers that are the least likely to infect somebody, truckers would be probably at the top of that list of safety. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, you take even over the, the, the two years of the pandemic, especially when the pandemic started, um, the trucking industry really took it on the chin. Uh, you know, we had rest areas closed. We had truck stops closed except for fueling. You had shippers and consignees. It wouldn't even let you open the door of your truck. Uh, so the, the oppressiveness for, from the beginning of the pandemic, and, and our drivers were scared too, Ben. You know, they had family at home. That, uh, that nobody really understood what this was and what was going to happen. And, uh, and they were still out there for us and moving our goods and delivering our goods so that we could still be fed and clothed. And uh, you're right. They're probably on the lowest end of the, the spectrum as far as being a super spreader. And, and, and to an extent, though, that's not even the point. The point is just the fact that vaccine mandates don't work. They're not needed. We need to follow what our doctor's advice are, and that's between you and your doctor, and it's not the federal government. This is just one more linchpin, and the trucking industry has been beat to death for so long with so many different regulations. And you know what we've always been told? Just deal with it. Just deal with it. It We're not dealing with it anymore. I was going to say, it sounds like you guys are not, yeah, you're not going to deal with it anymore. Uh, Mike, I hope people look up, you you know, and support you as a candidate um, and go to americantruckersfreedomfund.com. If you want to, you know, get involved and and help a truck driver actually go to Congress, uh, you can do that as well uh, by going to mikecollinsga.com, mikecollinsga.com. He's running for Congress. He's a trucker, an outsider that's doing this. Mike, God bless you, what you the work you guys do, your team. Uh, and uh, we look forward to having you back here again real soon. Stay safe on the roads out there. 
All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben.